spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, happy, happy Wednesday! Sportsman Program is brought to you by Parker and Sons. Eating, cooling and plumbing, and electrical. Ready? A-plus rated with a better business bureau, baby. A-plus! Speaking of schools. Yeah, we've got something quite interesting. You know, we have a new Arizona uh, school superintendent. I'm not a fan of this guy, uh, Tom Horn, but he won the election. Uh, remember, he's 77 years old, and he did the job from 2003 to 2011. Last year, we had him on the show. Uh, he buddy-buddies up with a pedophile. And that's, yeah. you know, I mean, that's disgusting. If you're going to run the schools, your best friend should not be an alleged uh, pedophile, somebody who is removed from the Arizona legislature. Wise man, what was that pig's name again? I forgot. Stringer? Singer? Jerry Stringer. David Stringer. David Stringer. Well, we got Jerry Stringer. Stringer. Uh, Whatever. David Singer. Yeah. Uh, So when we put him on and we asked him about that, you know, he, 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 you know, mumbled all over his words. uh, Anyway. I'm not a fan. Because remember, originally he was like, oh, you know, he endorsed me or whatever. Yeah. And then he's like, no, he's fully a part of everything. Yeah, right. he's then he on our show, he's like, ah, I don't really think ah, he's The guy's part. answering the phones in the back. <laughs> okay. Well, listen, you got to live with this guy. Uh, and, you know, say some of you like him. You voted for him. Great. Uh, but, again, we're going to have to live with him for a while. Here's the controversy. You ready for this? He's got a new hotline. New hotline, Chad. Uh, here's what he says. And I quote. We will have a hotline where parents can call and let us know if they think political stuff is going on in their classroom. What kind of political stuff? Have, have we outlined that? Like, hey, they were so. talking politics. Like how? Like in in over the course of this is what politics is or political stuff where the woke stuff or any. I mean, have we defined that? No. So, yeah, I think we no. need definition. So you got woke stuff. We've yeah. talked about that, certainly. Um, well, I mean, let, let me give you an example. Uh, this did not happen in Arizona, but it did happen in uh, Washington. There was a teacher there wore a MAGA hat to school. Yeah, right? That's political. Okay, that's political. So is that something that I could call the hotline and say, yeah, hey, you should be able to. Okay, why do we need a hotline for that? Why, why can't you call the school and the principal? Why do you have to call some bogus politician who's got a bogus hotline up and is doing it just to, you know, reach his his far right base? Because we think everything in schools is so because woke. it's part of the it's part of the culture war that is resonating right now with a lot of different people, mm-hmm. uh, not just all right people, by the way. There's a lot of people out there, parents who are on the left are like, yeah, some of this stuff's a little crazy. Yeah. And it, it, I don't see it happening a lot here, but I will say this. My stepdaughter went to school and one of her classes, Black Lives Matter everywhere. And, you know, it and was... And when you say everywhere, are you talking posters? Posters. There see, was all kinds yeah. of stuff hung up everywhere. Right. She was wearing t-shirts every day. Yeah. It, you know, it was one of those things where... Okay, it, and as a parent... Even if you agree with the Black Lives Matter movement, that's not something that should be in a classroom. No, no, no. I mean, you can you can talk about it. Yeah, but but to wear a T-shirt and it's just like the MAGA hat. Exactly, one hundred percent. Yeah, you know there. And but do we really need this? I mean, a hotline, a hotline. Let me tell you what this hotline is going to be all about. You just and and by the way, what a stupid waste of time this hotline is. Do you really think Tom Horn is going to take his we precious time? Every There's day. no doubt we're going to call it every day. <laughs> uh, right. My kid was in class yesterday, and three drag queens came in and brought them calculus. Right, I'm very upset. <laughs> oh my gosh, it, it's a waste of time because who's going to go through all those phone calls and then try and vet? 
who's Chad, yeah, and who are the real calls, and then are the real callers lying? Are they? Is it are, real? Is it real? Are they, you know, are they embellishing what happened? Here's are the what, kids mad at a teacher and call just so they can get or go home and say something just so they get a teacher in trouble? So if you're a parent and Tom Horn is giving you this hotline, um, why wouldn't you just email the teacher? My wife taught for almost 30 years. It's very easy to get a hold of a teacher these days. Yeah. You just email them. It's not like the old days. You email them. Uh, and my wife always got back to people within oh hours. Yeah, but I your mean, wife's also not an activist. And the correct. older the older generation of teachers, the the teachers that were teaching ten fifteen years ago, who are still teaching out, they're not activists. Younger generation has a lot more activism in them. And in your, you know, I mean, uh, I just again, is it a waste of time? Uh, I think a lot of stuff government does is a waste of time. But I also look at this as how is this going to be weaponized by kids who come home and go, she called that hotline. That teacher was mean to me. Yeah. It has to be political, though, doesn't it? Yeah. Ooh, I mean, that's to me because the- uh, I, I stood up for somebody's rights, and this teacher is, uh, uh, is super liberal or super mm. conservative, and they cracked down on me and told me, don't bring that thought in here. Just, you know, you know it's going to be weaponized. So uh, the new superintendent of public instruction, uh, Tom Horn, defeated uh, Kathy Hoffman in November. He says, we've got a hotline. Parents can call it and let us know if they think political stuff is going on in the classroom. All right. That, number one, is a waste of time. Uh, and we kind of told you why. I don't think, I think vetting it, you're really going to put resources towards vetting this. I think a lot of parents, if they have a problem with what's happening in their kid's school, they should know, you about know what? It. They should know about it. And you know what they do? They figure it out. They call, yeah. they talk to the teacher. Maybe they go to the principal. Uh, they don't need to go to Tom Horn. No. Okay. Uh, what else is Tom Horn working at, working on? You know, he says, uh, That's what I want to know. Like, what have you laid out his, has he laid out his hundred dollars? He wants to improve. I mean, it's hundred. What is it? Hundred days, days of, of yeah. stuff. How I'm going to change the schools? Improve test scores. Well, that's a good thing. All right. Has he told us how he's going to do it? No. All right. Uh, how about helping struggling schools? Okay. All right. All sounds good. Sounds good. How are you going to do it? Hasn't said it yet. Um, making students pass a test to graduate. We used to have to do that as a kid. We did. We used to have to do that. Like a test that yeah, was in you had school? To, yeah, there was a test you had to pass, essentially, before hey, we you... We didn't have to do that in yeah, high school. California, we did. No, California's a mess now. It is hot. Yes, yeah. it really doesn't matter. Uh, no, that's true. Uh, also, uh, he wants to make sure that uh, the right things are being taught at school and all this kind of stuff. And Okay. I, I don't know. I just think putting up a hotline... See, like, are you going to be... In the corner of trying to get things done in school, or are you just a politician? Are you just looking for someone to say, oh, they're doing critical race theory, which, by the way, in Arizona, they are not. They are not. There's, it's not being taught. Uh, fi- find me one you know, example of it, and we'll talk about it. And when we had Tom Horn on, he, he said, absolutely, it's being talked about. And he could not give us one. All right, give great, us an example. Great, Tom. Give us Look, the, which I, school. Which school is it happening in? Is it being taught in it. mass? No. Are there some teachers out there that might have taught some things or brought some stuff in? That's a possibility, no doubt about that. But is it being taught here like it is in other places? Uh, no, probably not. And part of that is because we don't have that kind of uh, union that is like that. Uh, I do like that he supports a bump in teachers' pay. That's good. To be more competitive in other states. That's terrific. Uh, I just don't trust him. 
I just, I again, I'm so, I'm soured on this man so bad because he had the FBI investigations. He was, you know, he was having an, an affair and it was, it was a mess and the FBI was chasing him and he's going to a hotel wearing a different cap. You can look it up. <laughs> it was, it's ridiculous. That was this disguise. I mean, it's, uh, he had a disguise on. I mean, really. And then his buddy, uh, wise man, what's that guy's name again? I keep forgetting. David Stern. What is it? David Stringer. Stringer. Okay. Stringer. David Stern. David, oh, that's the NBA. Uh, yes. He's passed away. Uh, not him. David uh, Stringer, who's, uh, as we all know, uh, alleged uh, pedophile. Please. Uh, is okay. it really alleged? Because I thought he did it. I'm just saying it to, to cover yourself. Pretty much. I don't care. You can sue me. Prove to me you didn't. Yeah. Because it says all over that you did. Oh, it's disgusting. The yes. things that this oh, guy yeah. did. And like, you know, all right, Tom Horn, that's somebody that you cozy up to and you want to be in charge of Arizona schools and your best friend is a pervert. Yeah. Come on, At man. a time Come too, on. when we're worried about kids and what they're being taught and who is teaching them, then you, 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 you again, bring somebody around you or on board that has already had issues Oof. with kids, younger and sex and super whatnot. creepy. Yeah, super creepy. But he won the election and we got to deal with him. Hopefully. And who knows? Maybe he surprises. Maybe he surprises us. I'd love to see him surprise us with something good. Yeah. You don't know. Sometimes, the, the, the you know, I mean, we've joked about uh, what if Hobbs is, she does something on the border. What if she is able to bring, you know, uh, Biden here and she's able to continue to keep the the, the people moving in here and stuff. It's a possibility. She or, could be super pro-business and surprise. She could be a total disaster. Or she could be a giant <laughs> disaster. All right. All right. Uh, coming up next. Oh, it's the new COVID symptom that you have to worry about. Have you heard about what the new symptom is? Oh, I'm on it. I bet you are. I'm on it, man. Don't worry. I've got this. It's a new symptom. We'll talk about it next. Arizona's news station. KTAR News, 92.3 FM. The Gatos and Chad Show, 2 till 6. All right, we'll get to the uh, new COVID symptom in uh, just a moment. So we began the show talking about something we were quite shocked about. Uh, President Joe Biden has said that he's going to visit the border. Okay, he's going to visit the border. That was shocking enough. We don't know where. We even talked to the mayor of Yuma, uh, Doug Nichols, and said, do you have an appointment with the president? Is he coming down to Yuma? And he said, "Not, not yet. I don't know. He might be in California looking at the border, Texas, Arizona. We're not sure. But for the first time, Biden is going to look at the border that he really is screwed up royally. Absolutely. Here's some more information that we just got. Joe Biden says, quote, I'm going to be making a speech tomorrow on border security. And you'll hear more about it tomorrow. Has he finally woken up that maybe he needs at least one policy about the border? Yeah, I think he's I think uh, there's enough people in the Democratic Party who are not border Democrats who are making noise saying you do understand that the Democrats when they when they poll Democrats, this is an issue now for them that's in the top two or three. They see what's going on and they realize you've got to do something about it and ignoring it isn't the answer anymore. And he's ignored it from day one. He has. And then over the last month, you know, he was like, well, maybe we should keep Title 42 around. Maybe I shouldn't be so against this thing, considering I have a, I, there's no other way to stop people from coming in other than maybe Title 42, where you can turn some folks around if they're from a certain country. But, I mean, this is these are two big nuggets that we've got today. 
big pieces of information about Biden and the border. He's going to visit it, number one. And then number two, he's going to speak about it. He's actually going out of his way to have a speech about border security, something he has not done a single time in his presidency the so far. last time he talked about the borders when he said, when I'm president, I'm going to, the first thing I'm going to do oh. is send uh, a, you know, a, a pathway to citizenship blueprint, essentially, to everybody that's here. And uh, that's that's the last time he's really mentioned anything. Well, the, la- the, la- the, the last time I think he mentioned the border was, remember we came out to Phoenix and he wanted to see the, the, the ship right. manufacturing it, he was asked before he left, are you going to stop by the border? You're going to be in Arizona. And he said, what? There are more important things out there. That's right. That's right. But that was for the chip manufacturer. I remember right. that. So apparently right now, there are not more important things out there. People have maybe gotten through to this president that you got to do something. Yeah. You have to figure something out. But again, if he comes to the border, is it just a brief drive past it? Or a quick picture, or is he going to sit and he's going to meet? You and I said it. Got to meet with the border patrol agents too. That's important. Got to so, meet with the locals. Yeah. Whether it's the mayors, it's the council people, it's the it's the non governmental organizations that they're going out there and are, are, are non. You know, these aren't people. They're this is nonprofits. You've got to get on the ground and have a sense for it. It's important, and people are. I think really worried that there's some that he has completely missed it. He, he missed it, and and I I don't you know again it, it's this is the worst I've ever seen it. Even today, you know, yeah. Nichols says, oh, it's it's not twelve hundred a day, but it's still eight hundred, nine hundred people a day coming across. You it's, multiply that across how many places, not counting the quote unquote gotaways, and what are we at? Every day, yeah, a, a lot, yeah. All right, uh, we told you we'd tell you the new COVID symptom. Now, listen, I'm not looking at COVID anymore. I, I, I can't do it. You know, we're, I know that there's a bit of a surge. Okay, fine. We're going to be fine. Uh, but I thought it was interesting. You know how uh, when, when COVID first happened, it was the loss of smell and taste. That That's was right. so weird. You know, I have a friend, never got her taste back. I've heard a couple of people never yeah. got their taste back. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, it affected the lungs. Then you're like, I can't breathe. That was early. That's how scary it was, right? Okay, now, yes, it is much more like a cold. It is much more like a flu. You get some aches and pains. You got a headache, runny nose, that kind of thing. New symptom. Sharp pain in the shoulders and legs. I think that's odd. Sharp. Now, which strain is this? Is this like 2X5, 9, Transformer 9, 8, you know? We're always going to have more strains. Yeah. We're going to... We're spending very little time talking about COVID because we're all dealing with it or, or you know. It's not going I, anywhere. We don't no. talk about the cold. No. And as I've said, I have to ignore it for my mental health. Yes. <laughs> my and for our mental health. And for chats. And I do, and that's what I do. So okay. like when they say sharp pain. Sharp like, pain in the shoulders and legs. It is widely known as myalgia. Okay. Have you heard of that? Yeah. So Now I thought I had that last night. <laughs> <laughs> I knew her once. Myalgia. <laughs> Funny uh, girl. Myalgia is described as muscle aches and pain. It can it, it involve ligaments. That and sounds a little bit like the flu. Tendons and soft t- tissue. I do have a little pain in my back. Probably. Oh, yeah, you do, right? Yeah. But that's from your from from your workout. Yeah, uh, yeah. What workout? What were you trying to get stuff in the garbage? I threw something in the garbage <laughs> and I hurt my back. <laughs> Welcome to being almost fifty. 
Uh, all right, so if you got some pain in your shoulders, uh, take a COVID test and don't come near me. All right, coming up next, we've got Holding Up the Headlines. Becky Lynn will read the news. Uh, you and I, we're going to be uh, snarky. Snarky! We'll give you our opinion on the day's top story. Stick around. That's next. Arizona's news station. News station. KTAR. On air. 92.3 FM. Online at KTAR.com. And streaming live on the KTAR News app. Your breaking news and traffic. Now. It's 3.30 and you know that means time for us to hold up the headlines. With the headlines, here's Becky Lynn. The battle for House Speaker moves into the second day with Republican Kevin McCarthy falling short of votes for the sixth time. The opposition against McCarthy's bid for Speaker of the House continues to grow as the day moves on. KTAR political analyst Mike O'Neill explains the House is at a stalemate and a pathway forward is unclear. I think at this point, it's personal. There's just 20 plus people on the Republican side who just flat out don't like him. And given that, it's hard to see him win. On the other hand, I don't see an alternative. O'Neill believes if the votes continue to trend away from McCarthy, it may come time for the party to put their support behind another member. Taylor Tesler, KTAR News. And the House is now adjourned until 6 p.m. Arizona time, at which time they're expected to begin round seven. Holding up the headlines. Becky Lynn reads the news while Gatos and Chad interrupt and react to the day's top stories. So we always like implement the 11 run rule or something like when we play softball, if you're up 11, nothing, the game is over. You know, or Little League Baseball, isn't it like, the, you know, yeah. ele- so what have they voted six or seven six times? Or ten, All right, no, give them a couple times. more. They're, yeah. having a, they're having an ice cream break right now. They're <laughs> sitting around. Everybody's drinking. If you go over 11, you know, you get four four or five more votes. You go for 11, move on. Yeah. Try and find somebody else. I, it's uh, got to be a rule in there, right? But it, it, first of all. I like a few of the things that they're talking about. I think right now, you know, the last several years, uh, even the last several Congresses, it's been very much one of these things where it's like, you do what we say, I will bring it to it. You don't get to do anything for your constituents. I tell you what you get, and those should be happy to get it. Mm. Having a little bit more debate on the floor, I'm totally fine with. But you better have something behind it. I still like this guy. Why? It's like my child. Because. It's not an answer. <laughs> and that's what we're getting from a lot of these people. Because. We're holding up the headlines. KTA, our eyes on the economy. Democrat Katie Hobbs inherits one of the nation's best economies as she takes over the governor's office. Valley economist Jim Rounds is optimistic she'll be pro-business and the state will keep landing more companies and higher paying jobs. The governor is going to be much more business friendly than people are anticipating. I think she understands the economics involved and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what her administration proposes. He also believes we'll see additional investments into our universities, which he thinks is critical to the state. Yeah, you gotta um, have pro-business in this day and age. You, you have to. Yeah, Ducey did a good job. He did a good job with business. He did a good job with bringing businesses in here, companies in here. Um, that that I think you gotta you gotta recognize. Now it's time for Katie Hobbs to continue that. Just just keep going on that. Uh, if she has inherited a terrific economy, don't screw it up. That's it. Uh, the, the the blueprint is right there. Keep it going. Just go. You know, right. just now. Uh, again, it's one of those things where it's like y- you you allow it. Uh, you know, what can you do to keep it going? Uh, and at the same time, maybe implement some of your stuff. But just don't take it off the rails. It's not hard. Mm-mm. I've handed you the keys. Right. Here it is. It's moving in this direction. Don't screw it up. Holding up the headline. 
Arizona votes. Republican candidate for Arizona Attorney General Abe Hamaday has filed a lawsuit oh, in Mojave geez. County calling into question the results of the election. Hamaday points to additional ballots found in Pima County following a recount of every county in the state. Valley Attorney and KTAR host Barry Markson says that won't be enough. There is no evidence or any support uh, for what Hamaday claims in his lawsuit uh, that there are additional ballots out there that have not been counted. This will be Hamaday's third lawsuit suit surrounding the attorney general election. Markson says he does not expect this one to change anything. Uh, I'm not talking lawsuits. I don't care about these lawsuits. Um, you lost the election. Go get a job. Yeah. Similar. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, that's about it. I don't listen to 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 to, you know, Lake. I don't listen to if Abe Froman. something I, comes out of one of these. Yeah. We'll let you know. We'll How's that? Let you know. I think that's a great way to do it. But I refuse and I'm just saying, this is just me. I refuse to spend any time talking about these frivolous lawsuits. I will not do it. Um, nothing will come out of these lawsuits. And that's that. And that's all yeah. I got to say about that, and Becky. That's that. Hold up deadlines. Moving on. President Joe Biden says he intends to visit the U.S.-Mexico border in connection with his meeting in Mexico City next week with leaders of Canada and Mexico. It will be his first visit to the border since he took office. Biden says he hopes to see what's going on there. He also plans to make <laughs> remarks about border security on Thursday. Republican leaders have criticized the president over his border security policies and questioned why he hasn't made a trip there yet. Worst president when it comes to the border in my lifetime. Yeah. Hands down. Not even close. It's not even close. It is awful. It is a joke. There, And by the way, it's not just Republicans. I saw Henry Cuellar today. We've had, uh, you know, our, our two senators have criticized him over and over. Uh, so prominent Democrats across the country are also criticizing. And when you say border security, you're kidding, right? Because there's a lack of. Uh. So maybe we should have some. We'll go from there. Well, I want to know what he says tomorrow because he said nothing. Uh, I, You know, I think Biden, a lot of people say, why did Biden ignore the border? I think, and I'm not blaming this on Trump at all, because at least that guy tried. And I know he had some bad ideas that were implemented. I get it. But it's almost like Biden said Trump tried too hard. He had a couple policies that were despicable. And I agree, he did have some some that were despicable. He had other ones that were good. And Biden said, I'm just going to leave it alone for a few years. I, I really think that's what he did. Uh, I, the, the, he looked at the last president and said, that guy tried to do too much. And he went over, he, he went way over the line on a couple things. So what I'm going to do is nothing. And that doesn't help Americans. No. certainly doesn't help Arizona. The guy's done a terrible job on the board. Absolutely terrible job and continues to ignore it. And we'll see. Again, I may, at this point, proof is in the pudding. That means showing up and actually doing something yeah. rather than the saying, I'm going to show up. Because how many times have we heard that? They show up and you never hear anything about it again. I got a feeling that Biden visiting the border is going to be a joke. Yeah. It's going to be a, it's going to be a look out the window and a drive by. Yeah, I <laughs> totally. saw it. OK, I didn't see anybody come in. Let's continue the trip. We're holding up the headlines. California Governor Gavin Newsom has declared a oh. state of emergency for the weather moving into much of California today. They are once again calling this a bomb cyclone. Oh. There are major worries here about what the next two days or so will bring. The ground already saturated from a week of rain and now what could be the strongest storm in 30 years is oh. what forecasters are predicting. Heavy rain and wind, the rain now falling. California Office of Emergency Services Director Nancy Ward says a threat is very real. Fast 
fast-flowing rivers and tributaries, and they're going to rise quickly. Flooding is expected around Sacramento and along Sonoma County's Russian River, where communities like Guerneville could be swallowed by water. Alex Stone, ABC News, Los Angeles. I lived there for almost a decade, and the first month I was there, I got... There's an American River, which is like one of our big little thing where there's nothing in it. It flooded the freeways. And I thought, well, this must be where Noah came. Some of the stuff that they showed today, there was a horse who walked out and he was in his barn and there was water and he just kind of looked around. It looked like he was just floating and he just turned around, walked back in the barn. And it's going to be 10 times worse. I saw what's coming. It is going to be nasty. Wow, I didn't know it was going to be that bad. Yeah, it's going to be. Is nasty. Arizona getting any of that? Any of that you stuff know, coming here? No, I no, think this is not really. Out from There's the ocean like in. a twenty okay. percent chance of rain for tomorrow night, and that is it. Yeah, so but so. it's uh, and they need it, and, and and it's going to be good for for them. They'll figure only need out. about half of it. Yeah, just uh, if they can give us some. What are they calling it? A cyclone? They're calling it another bomb cyclone. Bomb That's cyclone. what they called that. That hit the East Coast. Yeah, the week of Christmas that caused all the trouble with the planes. Don't take a Southwest flight into California over the next couple days. All right. You know, every day at 3.30, we kind of bust in on Becky Lynn's newscast. A little snark there. Not towards Becky. No, no. We like her. Uh, We call it holding up the headlines. All right. Up next, Arizona needs a therapist, and we'll tell you why. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Drive home with the Gatos and Chad Show. Well, 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 the president is going to visit the border. Also, he's got a border speech coming tomorrow. Who is this guy? Uh, He's ignored the border for many years, and now he all of a sudden cares about it. We'll discuss it at about 4.05. Uh, it's the new year, as we all know. People are rolling out. Because really, the new year for a lot of people started yesterday. Like, eh, they're not going to start their diet or do whatever else, their resolutions, until they're back at work. Well, we've got the top New Year's resolutions oh, for 2023. No. By the way, uh, Arizona, we need therapy. That's our top resolution here. We need some therapy, somebody to talk to. But across- In Arizona, the number one yeah. New Year's resolution is it's, therapy? Yes, therapy. Seeking therapy. Is it because of our last election? Could be. Could be because it's just stressful, I guess. Uh, As usual, exercise more. Eat healthier, lose weight. Number one, two, and three. Save more money. Number four. Hopefully we'll be able to do that this year with gas prices down and inflation hopefully going down. Uh, Spend more time with family and friends. Number five, less time on social media, reduce stress on the job, and reduce spending on uh, living expensive, like, you know, overspending on certain things. So we'll try all that for a week, and then we'll go back to normal. That's the big, you know, oddly enough, which I found to be surprising, is about 50% of people, they have some form of their New Year's resolution intact during the middle of the year. I don't know if I'd buy that. No, I... How many people take out a gym membership in January and don't even go? There was that. Where's that gym? Is it in New York or wherever? There were they. It, they stop taking. They won't take gym memberships starting January first. No new members. Really? I yeah, didn't know because that. they don't want anybody to come in here with their all gung ho and they come for a day or two. Right. Yeah. So that's kind of like their gimmick is like you're here, you're here serious. But one of the big things the doctors talk about, and I think most of you listening to this, and Becky and I were talking about it, is you got to tell somebody. Like hold, you need somebody to hold you accountable. 
Like, that's a big thing if you want to do it. Like, you know, like uh, somebody go, did you work out today? Oh, man, I didn't, you know. And the other thing is don't get bombed. Like, you might want to, you know, I'm going to eat good. And then you go out on a Tuesday night and you have a, you know, a few too many, you know, you have burger and fries. And, <laughs> eh, you, you can't go, well, I'm done. So I screw up because that's the other big thing. Because people just go, oh, screw it. It's over. It's done. Well, and they just quit. Let's go back to the gym for a minute. Yeah. You're talking about holding people accountable. I mean, there are gyms out there that if you don't show up, uh, they charge you. Yeah. Like, like it's a fine. Yeah, which I think is, I think is, is interesting. Well, if they want you to get in shape, uh, and then they're holding a spot for you, and then you don't show up, fine them. That's like yeah. it's not even a fine. It's like it's like fifteen or twenty bucks. If I don't show up, it's fifteen. Or, it's your accountability fee. Yeah, because you know, right? You've yeah. already paid for the session. And if you don't show up, I guess you lose the session. Yeah. And that's like 25, 30 bucks. Could you bucks. imagine if you're a gym, though, and you say, all right, uh, uh, you've got to use your membership, you know, how many days a week? Three days a week. I'm going to use it three days a week uh-huh. outside of, uh, uh, you know, like, uh, you know, a death or a traveling or this, that, and the other, something crazy. Okay, great. And if maybe gyms should start doing this, great. We're going to help you hold that accountable. We put you down for three days a week. If you don't come those three days a week or three days a week, you don't use it, we're going to fine you and we're going to double what you pay a month. And if you do, maybe we give you back your money for that month. Right. Like something like that that would make people go, because if you feel like you're losing money or you feel like you're losing something or somebody's going, dude, you're not doing what you're supposed to, people are more apt to do it. You're just burning money then. Yeah. I mean, how many of us have signed up for a gym and this like, you know, a year later, he's like, oh, that was 500 bucks gone. Right. And never went there. Well, I don't even know where one's at. No, that's, I don't know. I never uh, believed in New Year's resolution. I know what I have to do. Goals. Yeah. To me, I'm more of a goal guy than a resolution. Because resolutions, I'm trying to fix something behind me in some way, as opposed to do something a little bit better in in the future. Here are the least popular resolutions. Um, Be a vegan. (laughs) It is. It's be a vegan. You're right. Become a vegetarian or a vegan. You know how I feel about vegans. By the way, I, I can't speaking be of vegans, you. you know that guy that stole the money, Sam Bankman Freed? Yes. Vegan. The guy that's accused <laughs> killer of those four? Vegan. vegan. I told you, vegans are no good. If you don't eat meat, I can't trust you. I can't be a friend of yours. <laughs> One of the other uh, least uh, popular resolutions, doing more for the environment. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Would you rather do more for the environment or be a vegan? <sighs> yeah, neither. Yeah. Coming up next... President Biden actually coming to the border. Is he coming to Arizona? And did Hobbs have something to do with it next?